Hey guys, my name is Rex Stancliffe. My name is Emily Hall, and this is the FCA Project. The FCA Project exists to put a face to the story of what God is doing in students of Clemson FCA through authentic conversation. We accomplish this by sitting down with students and talking about what the Lord is doing in their lives. Hebrews 13, 15 says this, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess His name. Our prayer is that hearing these conversations encourages you to engage in genuine discussion with friends and peers to lift the name of Jesus Christ. We're excited for you all to hear today's conversation. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the FCA Project Podcast. My name is Rex Stancliffe. My name is Emily Hall, and welcome to my living room. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, there's a nice stage in here for performances. This is my, um, yeah, this is where we've been filming this whole time, actually. Um, yeah. So now you finally get to see it. Yeah. No, we're just kidding. We're at Radiant now. <laughs> we've had a bit of a location change. Um, we've, Rex has done some awesome work and gotten some people um, on the production team and connections team to come in and help us do a whole setup so FCA project is going to look a little different now. So we're filming a Radiant in the youth room, which has been really cool. We've like had a makeshift setup here. We brought couches from upstairs from the green room Um, and we have lights and a soundboard and cameras and mics in our faces and stuff now. So um, it's different, a little more official, still a little rigged, but we're excited because now, like, you can actually, like, see the people that we're talking to and hopefully, like, um, feel more like you're experiencing the conversation with us. So, um, yeah, we're excited. And we have some more cool things in store for what the podcast is going to look like in the future. Yeah. So, uh, again, shout out to the people that helped this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Miles Lyons, Blake Verno, Hannah Schaefer. Thank you guys for being here, um, just helping us out. This really all came together very last minute. Um, so this is exciting. And very hopeful to see how it continues to get better, and um, so we're, we're excited for about, about that. Um, but yeah, so this this year and going into next year, we are hoping to kind of boost the production quality um, from what it was last last semester. Previously, we were using voice memos on Emily's iPhone, and I was throwing it in a garage band, and I have no clue how to do sound sound editing and us had no idea what we were doing pretty yeah much. so i thought it sounded okay but it doesn't it doesn't you'll find out don't don't listen to this and then go back and listen to another one because you won't be able to stand it just kidding listen to all of them no um, no yes listen to all of them there, there's good stuff in there it's a joke it's a joke <laughs> listen to all of them but you'll notice the sound quality um so we're excited about that we're excited to have better resources and better <clears throat> i guess yeah like she said opportunities for you guys to see and interact with um with us and who we're speaking to. Um, this week we are talking to Lauren Grotto. Yeah. Um, so we just had a really great conversation with Lauren, um, just like the sweetest girl. And we had really cool conversations about um, FCA involvement, dealing with comparison, what finding a mentor looks like in your life. And um, we got to reflect also a little bit today as we talk about in the podcast, but Today is actually one year since the day that we found out that the mission trip to Miami was canceled and we had our last in-person FCA in Old Maine before we all went home. And so it's kind of cool we got to discuss that and what it looked like um, finding community and following the Lord during COVID as well as reflecting on 
what the past year has looked like for us personally as well as FCA and um, what it will look like in the future um, continuing to deal with COVID. And so it was a really great and fruitful conversation. We're really excited for you guys to hear about it and get to share Lauren's story with you and just the awesome, awesome things that she had to say. So Yeah, and um, once again, so this, this is going to be a filmed format and it is going to be posted on YouTube. And so you'll have the option to watch it here and the audio will also still be on Spotify. So if you'd like to listen on Spotify, um, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to the other episodes. Um, they're awesome. We yeah. spoke with some awesome people last semester. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're really excited about what has already happened. And we're also really excited about what's to come. So we just encourage you guys to keep tuning in and uh, we're excited to get into it. Lauren, welcome. Welcome to, to the, the FCA, FCA Project, project. Um <laughs> So, yeah, this is our first time ever filming the FCA project. And so uh, there's a little bit of like. Wave to the camera. Yeah, wave to the camera. I'm, I'm there. And then hey. wave to this one as well. What's up? Um, so, yeah, this is our first time, kind of our guinea pig, I guess, with like the new format. And um, so. No little, pressure, though. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling? Feeling excited. Thank you all for having me. Yeah. yeah. It is currently like nine o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm missing business statistics to be here, so that's dedication. Dedica yeah, yeah, he's a real one. We're all we're all <laughs> really sacrificing to be here. Um, so we also have an awesome team with us today. Um, I know. Woo. Blake Barino, Miles Lyons, Hannah Schaefer is downstairs. Um, but and we're also shooting at Radiant Church. So um, shout out to Radiant for that. Shout out to Radiant. That's right. Um, but so Lauren, why don't we go ahead and get into things? Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So my name is Lauren Grotto. I am a junior psychology major minoring in Chinese studies from Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. So, yeah, it's a little bit about from me. In Cleveland? Yes. I'm, it's actually Chagrin Falls, right, right outside of Cleveland. But okay. Long ways from home. How'd you hear about Clemson? Honestly, it was one of the um, schools that my college counselor in high school um, recommended for me. And when I came down, I just loved it, so... Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So psychology too. I was a I was a psychology major my freshman year. Oh really? Yeah. Then you made the switch. Yeah. Back in the uh, what day. do you um What are you wanting to do with what's What's the connection between psychology and the Chinese studies? So honestly, I've been taking Chinese since middle school. Um, back in sixth grade, we had to take Chinese and Russian. Fun fact. Um, and I just really love Chinese, and it's been one of my favorite classes all throughout school. And I just thought, why not take more classes here at Clemson? Um, so as for how that pertains to psychology, we're still working that out for sure. <laughs> um, I get a lot of, you can be a psychologist in China. Um, that's a huge one that I hear, <laughs> but yeah, it's just a language I love, um, to learn and study. So. Are you fluent? Oh no, I wish. That's like the goal. One day. Number one on the bucket list is to visit China though. Okay. So how, like, would you say you're close to fluent or is it something that's a ways off? I would point? say... I'm like not proficient, but I can get by. I would say. Okay, nice. That is so interesting. I don't think I've ever met anyone who can speak Chinese before or any bit of it. <coughs> That's it's a really, really fun cool. language. If y'all ever have the chance to learn it, yeah, go for it. I know it takes a long time. They've got like a super big alphabet, right? Is it? So it's by <laughs> <laughs> characters actually, um, which can be a little confusing, and it's like split into like radicals. Um, but I'll teach you sometime. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's fun. My goodness, that sounds complex. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. How does like psych fit into your life and what you want to do? So I'm thinking about going to grad school for clinical psychology. 
uh, maybe being a child psychologist. So, a child psychologist mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um. Well, also before just to, like get to know you. <laughs> um, Lauren, why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead and tell us? Um, if <laughs> <laughs> we came up with this like right if, before we started. So. If you were gonna go to prison, what? <laughs> Yeah, we were joking about why, this. Why would you be sent to prison? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we were joking about this when we were setting up. Um, <laughs> if I was sent to prison, um, it would probably be for something that I didn't know was doing wrong. Um, Blake said trespassing. Honestly, that might be mine as well. But I feel like he knew he would know that he was he trespassing. He would like, intentionally be trespassing. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah. I would be like stumbling in and they'd be like, um, you're not supposed to be here. So... Probably that. Okay. Rex, why would you go to prison? (laughs) If I went to prison, uh, I don't know. I feel like I drive really poorly when cops are around. Mm. So maybe I saw a cop and I like. Like go too slow? I don't know. Go too slow. Like you're 30 and a 55. I don't know how I end up in prison for that. (laughs) Like maybe like. Endangering. (laughs) Endangering. But yeah. What about you, Emily? Um, I said that I would probably commit. I would probably <laughs> commit tax fraud because I have no idea how to do my taxes. Yeah. But it would be completely. It would be completely unintentional. <laughs> like it would just be me. Like I had no idea that I had to do that, and I'm just saying that because <laughs> tax day is coming up, and I'm trying to figure out how to do my taxes. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely like. I just like paid some money, and I'm like, I hope that that's right. Yeah. Like, please tell me if it's not right. But. I, <laughs> It's like the nicest kind of tax fraud. It's like the most well-meaning. I'm so sorry. Like I just didn't know. I'd also like to point out that Emily wants to make tax day into a celebration mm. and a holiday. April 15th, yeah. if you didn't know, is tax day. I found that out this morning. So <laughs> that's something to think about. Maybe we have an FCA event to celebrate or something like yeah, that. Yeah, FCA tax day. For sure. FCA tax day. Yeah. FCA tax day. Suits Ice cream that have like, dollar signs on them. <laughs> See you at Radiant. Um, <laughs> happy yeah. tax day, everybody. Yeah. Make sure you get those in. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but just, like, make sure you do. I have no idea how to pay my taxes. Okay, we can actually get yeah. started now. Let's talk about God. <laughs> I know, shifting gears. I'm sorry, y'all. I just really wanted you to hear that. Okay, yeah, well, um, we have Lauren here for a purpose. Um, we just really want to use this space, like, hear what Lauren's doing in your life and be able to share with, like, a greater group of people involved in FCA and not even FCA, but just like at Clemson or not at Clemson who are just tuning in. Um, and so like we normally do, we just have like, just like a few basic questions to get into, just like hear from you, like, like what's the Lord teaching you? And um, like, what do you want to share with us about that? So we can just start by like, if you just want to give us an overview of like, what's, what is the Lord teaching you in your life right now? For sure. Um, I feel like Laura is like constantly teaching everyone many different things. But right now, um, he's definitely teaching me about his humor. I Mm. think that is something that has just been super apparent recently. Um, And I just want to say, I think God is so funny. And calling the big man upstairs a comedian, like, I'll say (laughs) it. I think he he is. Um, (laughs) Because there have just been so many things recently that have happened that you're kind of looking around going like, okay, where are the cameras? And like, I know there's cameras going on right now, but... There's just so many times where what's that show? What would you do when mm-hmm. yes. when something happens and people With are John Keown? Yes, is exactly. that his name? I think so. I've never heard and he that. comes out. <laughs> um, and there's just been a lot of different things that have happened recently where 
there's like no way did that just happen like is this a prank am i in the movie um and one of them being that i've just felt recently that like the lord was wanting me to talk more about my faith and to talk more and like share about like what i've gone through with other people and i and like saying that i was like oh for sure like i'll have conversations with my roommates or you know i'll have conversations with like people in my sorority whatever that be um and then I see Rex and he invites me to be on this podcast. I was like, oh, so we're going to go a little bit more big scale um, and, you know, try to reach a bigger audience than what I was thinking. So I think it's just he's been teaching me that, you know, we should be pushing ourselves to be uncomfortable because we are not growing as people, as individuals, students, you know, followers, if we're not, you know, put in those like uncomfortable situations mm. to grow. Um, and one of my mentors actually said something funny, um, and <laughs> she was saying how we are, you know, we're like the image of God, right? And he gave us a sense of humor, so that means he has to have one too. And I've just seen that in so many different things recently, and seeing like how his humor has just taken um, like experiences in my life, and really like shown me that you know it's okay to talk about your faith, or it's okay to um, just like reach greater audiences if that makes sense so yeah yeah it's been fun it's awesome god is good <laughs> i know that is a funny that is a funny idea like i think my mom told me something like that mm -hmm. that like god not even like god has a sense of humor but god is humor mm -hmm. you know and any humor that is like sinful or wrong like it's not from him it's just like like a twisted version of that but like like at the core of like god created the ability to like like what even is laughing like mm -hmm. like that's like the weirdest concept you think about like god created our bodies like genuinely like overflow with joy mm -hmm. um and that like leads to like oh if you think like god is humor god created humor leads you to think like also like god is beauty mm -hmm. you know like god is like community and fellowship all these different things like um I don't know, or even the idea, I, one thing I've been thinking about recently is I read something in a book that, like, God is, like, not masculine or feminine either. Like, he is, like, we are created in his image, and, like, each, like, gender just, like, reflects, like, different parts of his, like, characteristics. So, like, he is, like, beauty, and he is strength, and he is humor, all of these things, and, like, we are getting to, like, experience a small, like, our ability to, like, laugh and make each other laugh mm -hmm. and like the little like nuances of like sarcasm and things like that like are things that like God has given us the ability to do and like reflects him because like he is joy so like that's a way that like we can reflect him yeah. so I think that's like a really interesting thing that you point out um because like there's like a lot like there's like a lot of mystery around that but um I think it just like points back to like the Lord's desire for us to like experience joy in him and with each other as well mm -hmm. you know yeah, I think it's kind of funny to think about too. Like, if like one of someone's like blessings is like to be like a funny person, like they're mm -hmm. like just like they've got like a joyful attitude and they like are genuinely happy like person and they can make people laugh. Like that's definitely like a gift from God mm -hmm. if, if used like well, you know. And that is like super cool. And I this is this is really funny. And I'm sorry, this is uncomfortable, Lauren. But like <laughs> the the humor of this whole thing. Do you remember where we met? Wasn't it at a shag dance? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Lauren and I met freshman year mm -hmm. at a shag, and I have not spoken to her in, like since then. <laughs> since then. Like we just like that was we I was there for like it was at like that Methodist church mm -hmm. off exactly. of like it's like across from Publix kind Methodist of Methodist church shag. 
Yeah. Was, I, it was like you for a shack- the leisure skill? No. Um, oh. Do you know Brian Weaver? Oh, okay. Brian Weaver He's invited me, and I was like, sure. So I went. Oh, that is so random. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just met at a shag, and That's then so I funny. like genuinely like, did not see you or like talk yeah. to you again until like jitters like yeah two weeks ago <laughs> is that like, where you is that where he asked you to do the podcast at jitters no so it was kind of funny um i feel like i'm a fan girl right now because i love your podcast <laughs> and i'm not normally a podcast oh girl <laughs> but like this i'm not kidding like i've listened to them all they're really good um for all the viewers or like listeners right now you should go back and listen to them um and so it's been really cool like it's to see the people that you've you know talked to on campus or you know around like downtown or whatever um like at all in and you've just like I feel like created a space where people of FCA can get to know individuals that you know maybe they've looked up to or maybe that they like wish they could know um and so I've just like loved being able to like hear different people's stories so it's been really cool. But anyways, so um, a few Sundays ago, I was at Jitters with my friend and Rex came in. I was like, OK, I have to compliment him. Like, I am such a fan. Oh. And so oh my I gosh, like, it's Rex Stan <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Stop. Rex. And so he um, like, was sitting right near us, whatever. So we were talking and I was just saying how much I love the podcast and what y'all were doing with it because um, I am such a big fan. And. Yeah, so after that conversation, he just called me and was like, hey, would you want to be on it? But Well, it was just, like, a cool thing, too, because there's a lot of, like, uncertainty about, like, the future of the podcast mm-hmm. and, um, like, wanting to do different things with it. And um, <clears throat> we were we were initially thinking, kind of going in a direction of maybe having, um, I guess, like, sort of, like, local leaders, um, like, church people, and like, mm-hmm. involved in the church and stuff like that on the podcast, which I think would be awesome and yeah. we'll probably still mm-hmm. try to do that but <clears throat> i think i was at a, a point where um at a point where like i also know that there's a lot of fruit that comes with hearing from students mm-hmm. um and so to like hear that from you um that day was really cool and kind of like the affirmation i needed that like we we can't abandon that you know we have to we had to stay with that um and it was just i think the humor part of it it was like i haven't spoken to you in three years <laughs> and it was like last time we spoke was like at a shag mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah. for you to be the one that said that was just cool and like mm-hmm. i felt like the lord like really just did a cool thing there yeah it. it was cool because like rex texted me after that conversation and he was like just ran into this girl Lauren. i think it's so funny you met at jenner's like <laughs> things just happen at jenner's <laughs> um i that that's so funny but um or like you saw each other at jenner's but like he texted me like and we had talked like I don't know, a few days ago, like, oh, we're going to, like, contact, like, Blake Pitts, Glenn mm-hmm. Batson, like, we're going to reach out to them, and, like, that's what we're going to do next, and he texted me, like, just ran to this girl, Lauren, at Jitters, and, um, like, I think we went on the podcast, and also, like, I feel, like, really led that, like, we should keep doing, like, student stories, mm-hmm. and I, at first I was, like, oh, wow, like, we've been talking about doing this differently for, like, so long, like, I trust Rex that, like, if he's, like, going back, like, no, we need to keep doing what we're doing now, that, like, he, like, really feels led by the Lord, and I agree. I think that's the affirmation we needed that, like, the reason, like, why we started doing this was so that other students could hear student stories that they otherwise wouldn't hear and be encouraged because of it. And so, like, that's really the heart of this mm-hmm. and, like, why we're doing this. Like, we, like, doing, like, want you to share, like, what, like, what is the Lord doing in your life and be able to, like, speak into people in a way that they wouldn't be able to, like, be spoken into. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. It's awesome. Thank you for that. And mm-hmm. I know the Lord is, like... <coughs> Excuse me. I know the Lord is like really working there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
That's awesome, though. Can you like think of any other like times recently or like that really stand out to you that you've seen God's humor like at work? Um, honestly, I feel like it's with conversations with people. Um, and like there have been times where you know I've been praying for like friends um, or people within like the community that I've wanted to maybe like have them go to church with me or you know just like have open conversations. Um, and there have been like times where he'll like put it on their heart to like ask me first or before I even like bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny in the way that I feel like his humor is like, yes, it's in like the big aha moments, but then it's also in the subtle moments where you aren't expecting it. And like the s- small conversations that you're having with people who um, like maybe you've always talked about other big life things, but when it comes to, to it at the end of the day, like you also have conversations about like your walk with faith you know so I think it's just there's little things every day yeah you mentioned your one of your mentors like Mm -hmm. told you that about Mm -hmm. God's humor what is like what is like having a mentor look like for you like if you could speak into that a little more absolutely honestly I feel like it's really like changed my life um so I go to New Spring Church and through that they're called rally groups um so it's a group of students, um, all of the girls in my group are like Clemson students and we have a mentor, um, rally leader that's like a part of the church. Mm-hmm. And so I was placed last, I think it was February maybe, um, before the whole COVID happened. And honestly, it was like one of the biggest like answers to my prayer. I'd been wanting a community, like a smaller community within, um, like FCA or within Clemson that like was like structured on, um, my faith. And honestly, like one of the things I was worried about going into summer was being away from like the Clemson, um, like Christian community, um, because like where I'm from, that's not necessarily like prevalent. And so that was something that I was really worried about. It was months away, but like going into summer was like being back at home, not having that like strong community around me. And so back in February, March, I was placed into this group. Um, and we were actually (coughs) supposed to meet right after spring break. And COVID hit, so nothing, we couldn't, like, everyone was back at home. Um, And honestly, it just showed me that, you know, we started meeting over FaceTime um, and having, like, virtual, like, meetings every week, um, Bible studies. And it was just, it was cool to see, like, God fulfill that, like, that desire that I wanted of, like, wanting to have that community um, and showing me that, like, even when I'm home, like, you can still connect with people whether it's like in your community at home or it can be like over the phone for people that are, you know, in Clemson or in South Carolina. Um, And so that has been an awesome experience for sure. And my rally leader has been literally like such, like has had such a huge impact on my life. Mm -hmm. She has shown me like the power of prayer and just like the power of scripture. Um, I've just had so many questions and didn't really know who to go to for a lot of them. And to have someone who just like wants to pour into you and like wants to pour into um, younger members of the community has just been like the best experience ever. Um, and so I would like strong, strongly recommend to anyone to like have that like spiritual mother, spiritual father um, in your life that you can like go to if you have like hard questions or um, like uncertainties because it has honestly like changed my life. So yeah, like having that mentor and I talked to her, um, I know I talked to Rex about like how I wanted to pray and like um, think about whether or not like I should be on this podcast and I had a great conversation with her about it um, and then even like this morning I was texting her about it just like to have 
um, like someone's like wisdom who is so like um, invested in the word and like mm-hmm. that you look up to in like a spiritual way um, is such a awesome thing to have. So that's cool. really cool. Yeah. I remember Mary Knox came and spoke last semester. Were you at FCA that night? And like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. she talked about um, like spiritual family and like mm-hmm. spiritual like brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, and like spiritual mothers and fathers, and like mm-hmm. how important that is too. And so. Um, like, I heard you use that term. That's awesome. What would you, like, what would you, like, what piece of advice would you give for someone who's, like, looking for that spiritual mother or father? Like, how do, like, how should, like, they go about seeking that out? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is getting connected with the church. Yeah. Um, and I know at New Spring, I'm sure at, like, LifePoint, all the other churches nearby, like, have opportunities for you to join a group. Um and like they know members of their church that would be willing to like step into that role and just like asking um I feel like if you are willing to like put yourself out there and get into those uncomfortable situations um where you might you know be going into a group where you know no one um that like the Lord will see like your desires and will like help you get to the place where you want to be um it's definitely like a long answered prayer to have like someone like her in my life to have the girls in my group in my life and so just being able to like you know, take a leap of faith, if you will, and yeah. mm-hmm. um, seek that. So were you were you in Cleveland then for, like, the quarantine? Yes, I was. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And then you were doing, like, Zoom stuff, like, mm-hmm. back. Okay, wow. So that's, that's such a, yeah, was it was it pretty, like, pretty restricted? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Are, are, like, how close are you to the city? I'm about, like, 30 okay. minutes out. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a cool story that you had. You felt that community and the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. like, in those virtual meetings. Oh, for Because mm-hmm. sure. I feel like I've heard so many stories where that was not the case. I know for me, like, I was in small group over Zoom. And, like, I was, it was, like, I was leading the small group. And, like, sometimes I would, like, log off. And I'm, like, God, this is hard. <laughs> like, this is really, really hard. And, like, all I was, like, praying for was, like, Lord, like, I just, like, pray that, like, these girls in my group, like, still feel, like, encouraged, like, don't feel alone, even though, like, we're looking at each other, like, from our childhood bedrooms Mm -hmm. over Zoom right now, like, I pray that, like, you're meeting them in some way, like, even though, like, we're meeting through a screen right now, so, like, that's really sweet for, like, me to hear from, like, the leader perspective, like, you felt, like, the Lord working in you and that sense of community, and, like, you developed, like, a mentor relationship starting online, like, oh, yeah, that's really encouraging to hear, and we joke, too, um, how like before like oh my gosh like how can people like online date and never meet someone and like fall in love but like our group like we fell in love with each other <laughs> literally over FaceTime and so <laughs> we didn't meet in person until um, August maybe September and so we were like as soon as we met in person it was like we had been friends forever and so we were like okay it makes sense now <laughs> like we've been talking online for months but it just shows that like you can find that community anywhere that's awesome I was on the way here this morning. I was listening to the radio. Um, the Bluetooth takes a second to connect to the car, and mm. like the the radio is on, and um, there's like a new segment about like the last year in review. Because today, last year was the day that the pandemic was like officially like oh, really? declared. Um, yeah, which is kind of crazy. I was I was thinking about that this morning and just being kind of like reflective over that whole thing, um, and just like where we were last year and like how things are different this year. Mission, and how we woke up to the email that the mission trip was canceled mm-hmm. this day last year, a year ago today. I was actually studying for like an exam that night. I was up at like two in the morning and I like got the, I got the email like while I was in the study room and it was just, 
remember going home for spring break and just getting an email over spring break that we weren't going to be coming back and just kind of watching things progress in that way. Um, but that's just truly such a testament to the Lord's faithfulness. Um, and that's such a cool story too, especially like thinking about it, like from today, like that, that perspective of like, how has this last year been? Um, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a crazy reflective time. Like today on the way, like on the way here to Radiant, I was listening to um, God of Revival. I don't know if y'all were going on the Miami mm-hmm. trip last year, but like that was the, the going to be the, the theme song for the trip. And um, they, they, the trip was canceled like early in the morning, Thursday morning. And then we had FCA that night and it was supposed to be the worst night, like the send off to mm-hmm. the trip. But it was, it was pretty much just like a funeral. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would remember say. was so sad. Um, like, yeah. it, like, and I don't think I'm, I'll, I'll ever forget that night. And we sang that song. And I remember like singing that song. Like the bridge says like, come awaken your people, come awaken this city. And, like, the lyrics, like, in the background, like, Prod had, like, made this video, like, of, like, the Miami skyline in the background. And, like, I remember being, like, what what is happening? Like, wh- what is happening right now? And I'm, like, I'm about to go home for, like, two whole weeks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like, I'm about to be home for two weeks doing nothing. Like, and, like, looking back a year now, like, we just had, lit- we literally had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah. And I, like, if I felt so much confusion in that moment and, like, so much sadness, like, all the confusion and sadness that was to come. But that's why I think it is, like, so, so important to key in and, like, talk about and bring to light the things, like, I found community over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, like, built this mentor relationship online when I was, and I was given hope and comfort through that. Like, this is how, like, the Lord worked through that. Like, that is so important because it is so easy to be, like, oh my gosh, I was so sad when Miami was canceled and like that, like to dwell on that, especially on days like today. I think it's like a really emotional day mm-hmm. for lots of people in FCA. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Like that's, re- that's really cool to hear. Yeah. And not even just that, like God used that scenario to like <clears throat> give you something to like fall back on, but like that, that scenario or like the, the circumstances happened for a reason, like in your life. Oh, for sure. Like, not like, oh, this happened, so now, like, let's see what we can make happen. Like, it happened for you to, like, meet these girls and have that relationship and, like, just seeing God's intentionality in that. Um, And then, like, I know that there's so much in my own life, and I know in yours too, Emily, like, just, I think that's, I think the pandemic has been one of the coolest ways to see God's providence um, and how, like, one event had so many different effects on so many different people's lives. Um, and I think that it's like been almost like the most ultimate way for me to just like draw close and trust in his faithfulness, um, which, which is so cool. Um, and that it's, it's, it's kind of neat too. Cause a lot of the people that we talked to last semester was very fresh. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like this is our first semester back and, um, Trying to figure class it out. and exactly. a lot of people, what we talked about with people was like, what have, what have you been learning? Um, and a lot of it had to do with, like, God taught me so much. And it was, like, it was so cool. And I love mm-hmm. that about this, like, this format is when we, we ask that question, like, I never know what we're going to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was cool about it and, like, what is still cool about it is, like, in term, like, in regards to the pandemic, like, God taught me this different thing using the same thing, um, which has just been so neat. So, but, yeah, yeah, thank you for sharing. I think one more thing on that is, like, it's really important to understand that it's going to take 
a really long time to like unpack mm-hmm. oh, for sure. what happened in this past year. Like, like we said, like we were asking all those people, like, what is the Lord teaching you? And they're like sharing what the Lord's teaching them. But like, there are things that like they've gone through in the past few months. that like, they haven't even like begin to, begun to process like me, like, like the experiences I went through or like you, like we don't really like the Lord isn't done working in those things yet. And so like, just for like, even people listening, like this is a conversation, like continue having with your friends. And like, there are like ways the Lord has like worked and shown up that like, we haven't even like begun to realize or talk about or like point the glory back to him about yet. Mm. And so like, it's good. Like I, I feel like this is a really, this, I don't know, like ever since March started, I feel like everyone's been talking about like, um, oh my goodness, like it's marks one year, one year since COVID and everything. And it's started to become like a really reflective time. It's like more people are getting vaccinated and like more places starting to open up and stuff. Like we're reflecting on the past year um, to like be really intentional about the conversations we have about, okay, what does it look like moving forward from this? Um, And pointing back to like seeing like the places where the Lord has worked and where the good has been. So um, yeah, it's cool. Like I think you're setting the example by doing that. But yeah, that that's awesome. That's what is really um, awesome. what is like? I know you spoke about like New Spring a bit. What does FCA look like for you since you've been at Clemson? Oh wow, um, so FCA has also had such a huge impact on my faith. Um, so like I said, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and um, like growing up and like where I'm from, like faith wasn't really like a d- topic that a lot of people talked about. And so in coming coming to Clemson, it was kind of funny to hear like friend groups talk about faith and like talking about like hey I'm going to church on Sunday and I was like y'all are all going to church like that (laughs) like it was such like a bizarre um like concept to me just because that is something that literally I'd never seen before like growing up like having a group of friends like by themselves like not with their family go to church just because they want to and so like in coming to Clemson I like particularly wasn't strong in my faith at all um, and like, didn't really know what it meant to like have a real relationship with Christ. And so slowly over time, like individuals that I like cross paths with or whatever, um, have like really shown me like what it means and like what that actually looks like. And so actually, I don't know if y'all know Rachel Schroeder, yeah. but we were in Shaletter one day and she just out of the blue was like, oh my gosh, come to FCA with me on Thursday night. And, like, prior to coming to Clemson, I didn't know what FCA, RUF, like, Young Life, I didn't know what any of them stood for. I didn't know what they were, what it looked like. And so um, I liked Rachel, and I was like, hey, sure, I'll go to FCA. Um, And so I went, and the overall energy that was in Old Main was just, like, unmatched and something that was something I needed but never knew I, like, something I wanted but never knew I needed, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I had gone to a Christian camp growing up and like, that's really like the only time that I've like dabbled in faith and the counselors at that camp were just so on fire for God. And like, I loved watching them worship because they just like reflected that like joy. And when I walked into FCA, it was that like times a hundred times 700 that fit in old main. And so I was like bought in right away, literally bought a formal ticket, bought a sweatshirt night one. Like I was like, <laughs> you know, you're it. in when you buy the sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. I was so ready. Um, and so through that, um, like I was going every Thursday and then this year I joined the freshman outreach team, which has been such an amazing way to like mm. get plugged into FCA yeah. and just to like be a part of a part of FCA that is giving back to 
like the demographic that like I needed when I was a freshman yeah. because I needed people to like pour out to me and to show me things that like I had never experienced before. And so honestly, FC has just really, it's done wonders in my, my life. And um, yeah, I'll be forever grateful for it. So, wow. Yeah. You said um, like faith wasn't really like mm-hmm. a huge thing for you growing up. And like you said, like you dabbled at mm-hmm. Christian camp or something. Yeah. What, is there like a moment or something you remember where you were like, okay, like, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, growing up, so I would, like, go to the camp, and then it was, like, the summer high that you talked about. Yeah. And you'd come back, you're like, oh, oh yeah. I know, I should know what this means. But then I would be going home where, you know, those conversations that I'd be having with my counselors weren't happening, or, like, I wasn't mm-hmm. with campers who we were like, oh, let's pray, and, like, let's do all this. And so I definitely, like, lost it, um, like, when I was going home. And... When I came to college, so Rachel Schroeder inviting me to FCA was a huge thing. And then also I had, um, I'm in a sorority, and the chaplain of our sorority, she um, really, like, took me under her wing and was showing me, like, what it looked like um, to be a follower. And we would have Bible studies, like, in her apartment, on her floor, just, like, casual conversations. And it seemed way more of, like, an approachable topic than, like, what I had thought. Because coming in, um, I had done so much to, like, compare myself to people who had been, you know, grew up, growing up in the church and, like, growing up on that faith. And so there was a lot of, like, wow, they know so much, and I'm, I know nothing. And she really, like, taught me that, like, it's baby steps, and you're not going to, obviously, you're, not, you're never going to know everything, but you're also not going to, like, learn everything overnight. Mm-hmm. And so just, like, through, like, conversations with people like, people like Rachel, people um, like our, my chaplain, Becca, really just allowed me to like further like dive in and have like discussions about it because those discussions weren't something that I was like having at home and it just showed me like the importance of community and like being able to establish that relationship but as for like one moment that like really stuck out I think it was just honestly like a a journey over time I don't think there was like one time where I was like this is it it was just over time where like the stars aligned and yeah that's so cool i think the um i don't know i'm not i'm from california so Mm -hmm. the um the idea of faith not being like rooted in culture and like Mm -hmm. rooted in like the things that we do is such a i think when i'm here i forget that it was like that Mm -hmm. um like at home and so to hear that is such a like a cool reminder that like I mean, it is it is so like deeply rooted here, mm-hmm. and so I think it's really cool too that you're on freshman outreach now, and that like you have the ability to like go and minister and like um, witness to people who maybe that's their reality. Is like I'm coming to school, and this has never been a part of my life, and because I think a lot of people at, at Clemson, especially if like they're from this area, have like they're at least familiar, you know, um, whether or not they they know um, Jesus, they're at least familiar with like the church and like. I mean, you you drive down the road here, and you'll you'll see a church like pretty pretty frequently. Yeah, you'll see a couple, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a couple see, pretty yeah. frequently um, on like any any stretch of road. And like I can certainly attest, like at home, there's never like I mean, there's maybe like one or two where I grew up. There's like one or two in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I don't know. I think it's really cool that like from that perspective of like I know there's people here that this wasn't a huge part of their life and like they need to like be brought in and like, mm-hmm. you know, freshman year for you, you had that person that like got you there in the first place. And so being able to like turn around and give back from that, that point of view, I think is really cool. So 
I think it's been really eye-opening for me to hear, like, answers to questions from people, like, about this question. Um, like, you literally just said, like, one girl, like, like Rachel, you liked her, and mm-hmm. she asked you to go, and you were like, okay, yeah, like, because, like, I grew up, like, 50 minutes from here, mm-hmm. and so, like, this is always, this is always how it's been for me. Like, anytime mm-hmm. I drive, I go to the gas station, I pass five churches, like, mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, like, I'm so, so used to that, and it's just, like, normal to me, but then, like, hearing from someone, like, the, like, you said, like, the energy in the room is something, like, people are curious about, and they want that, and they want to be brought into that. Mm-hmm. It's much more difficult to, to step into okay. Old Main or Radiant, music is loud, everyone is, like, talking to everybody, um, without that person be like, hey, like, come with me, mm-hmm. and, like, it wasn't this huge thing where like you had this like huge come to Jesus moment, but you were you were sitting in Schletter and just like a casual invite. Like that is like that is really eye opening to me because like there are so many people like y'all who like this is new and interesting, but there are so many people like me who are like, Oh, this is normal, mm-hmm. you know? So who like need to hear that, like, hey, you have the ability to extend a casual invite and like put someone in front of a situation that could like genuinely change their lives or like call them to like wake up or like meet Jesus in a way they haven't before. So I think that like we need both sides of the story and like there are people listening who like fall on either side or it's not even like either side, like it's such a gray area, but um, like just that, that realization, like hearing from you and like other people too has been like really eye opening to me. Like, we have a witness that doesn't need to be like extreme or intense or even like walking up to someone on Bowman being like, do you know Jesus? Yeah. But just being like a friend to someone and inviting them to like into your life. And if like, this is your life then like you can invite them into that and like, that can be appealing to them. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It honestly just like starts with being a friend. Yeah. And I know like if it were, if it, I was a freshman and someone were like throwing verses at me and saying like, you know, read your Bible, do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like that would just be so intimidating. But knowing Rachel and like knowing other people who went to FCA and thinking like, wow, they're really cool. Or wow, they have so much joy. Like I want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing the way that like God can impact other people's lives um, is how you're going to like draw people in and like be able like and open to like wanting to go to church or maybe wanting to go to FCA or just like wanting to have a conversation in general. Yeah. So just like being a friend first to people or like non-believers or people around campus, I think is the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like the, <clears throat> the Matthew verse about the city set on the hill cannot be hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we're, we are a light to the world and like really like truly believing that and embodying that. And um, yeah. And, like, the end of that verse, too, is, like, they will see what you do, and they'll give glory to God for it. Um, and so when we are able to, like, I mean, like, Rachel Schroeder, she invited you. She was, like, a kind person to you, and you were, like, you're very responsive to what she had to say because she showed you the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's such a <clears throat> such an awesome thing. Shout, shout out Rachel Schroeder. Yeah, shout that's out, right. Rachel. <laughs> Go that's off. Right. <laughs> and it's kind of funny, too. Like, I don't even know if she realizes like the influence that she's had on my life or like mm-hmm. on my walk and like anytime I tell my testimony she's always in it so Rachel if you didn't know that congrats <laughs> yeah that's like that's what's crazy I was just about to say that like because she was probably just like making yeah. friends like being a friend yeah. but like to you like you saw something in her that was enticing like you wanted to be a part like mm-hmm. that's that is such a cool idea like yeah. we have the ability as a believers like we're like a light on a hill that cannot be hidden 
mm-hmm. that like people want to like be brought into. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to like I think I think of like evangelism or like reaching out to people and I think of this like huge thing and it's just yeah. like not that because like the Lord has equipped us to like the Lord has equipped us like step into those relationships mm-hmm. and like I don't I don't think it's a, it's as a scary of a thing as like I or other people like make it out to be sometimes. So yeah. That's really cool. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. Um another question we kind of um like to ask mm-hmm. is um like what is something that you feel like you've been struggling with recently? Mm-hmm. So honestly, I feel like one of the things I've been struggling with is comparison. Um and especially like in my faith and like mm-hmm. we said like growing up like I wasn't having those conversations. I wasn't reading the word. I wasn't praying any of that. And so like stepping on a Clemson where we have this environment where it's so like widely accepted and like talked about, it's very easy for you to like compare yourself to like other people's um, spiritual faith. And even like, honestly, when I like got your call, I was thinking like, why on earth are they having me talk? Like, I feel like there are so many other people that are like so qualified to talk. Um, And just the thought that like, just because your experience isn't the same as someone else's, that makes it, like, less important, I guess. Like, we're, like, called to, t- like, tell our stories, and, like, everyone's story is, like, there to glorify God, and, like, you shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that, like, growing up, I never went to church, or, like, growing up, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Um, and so that's definitely been something that, you know, we're working on. <laughs> like, I'm personally working on. It's just, to, like, recognize the fact that, like, we're not on the same level, but, like, everyone's level is perfect in its own way (laughs) and so and like honestly I feel like that like realization and like knowing that you know maybe there's a friend who is like super um like invested in the word or like knows a bunch of like stories or parables whatever and like being able to ask them those questions I feel like just like glorifies like God's story in them Mm. and like being able to like hear from them is just an opportunity for you to grow in your own faith yeah what are some, like, what are some truths from the word or just, like, something the Lord has taught you that you use to combat when you feel those lies of comparison creeping in? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I think, I think the biggest one, oh, man, <laughs> um, is just, like, any story where, you know, we hear of, like, Jesus performing miracles and like people wanting to follow him and he says like go out and share like what like share the good news and I feel like there's a lot of times where like I personally like good things happen but like I keep them to myself and like afraid to like share them because I'm afraid to like I don't know put myself out there and like put myself um like out to share and just like remembering those stories like when I was praying about whether or not I should be on this podcast, like, I swear every, like, verse or anything was, like, related back to that and, like, wanting to share your story just because everyone's is so unique and, like, we're made in the image of God. So, like, no matter what you do, it's, like, essentially, like, glorifying him, I guess. Does that yeah. make sense? No, yeah. yeah. I think, like, that. That's that's kind of the way that I, like, try to think of it and, like, definitely like constantly have to like reframe my thinking but like god gets the glory there Mm -hmm. like the chief end for all of us is to give him glory with our lives Mm -hmm. and if god like 
does a crazy work in somebody to to get glory with their lives like I mean I'm saying it over and over again but he gets the glory there like yeah. it's more glorifying to God when God inter- inter- like intervenes in someone's life and like mm-hmm. brings them out of something or whatever or if like you were just like maybe you're raised in a Christian home and it was like that's all you've ever known and like it's always been good God still gets a lot of glory mm-hmm. there like yeah. God has consistently sure. been faithful it's not like God has to prove that he I don't know can pull you out of the pit to mm-hmm. like be good or like be awesome like he's he's glorified across the board um and like yeah i don't know the the comparison is is so hard because it it, it it's a lie that like tries to get us to take away from the mm-hmm. fact that like regardless that the end is that god gets glory and that's that's all that we care about you know mm-hmm. that's yeah. all that we need is, yeah yeah i literally said on like Monday nights we have our, our connections meetings mm-hmm. and we do our highs and lows and my low for the week is that like I've my low on Monday night was that like I am just like really really struggling with comparison right mm-hmm. now and it's specifically like spiritual comparison mm-hmm. and like my place in the body of Christ and so like you saying that like I genuinely relate to that um like I hope I can like articulate my thoughts well mm-hmm. here but like um just, like, really struggling with, like, my role Mm -hmm. and, like, am I doing enough or um, am I good enough? Am I, am I, like, is my role in the body of Christ, like, Christ, like, worth anything or feeling like, um, like, I really, like, matter or have purpose? And I, like, the Lord has spoken to me so much using, like, so many people, like, and specifically, it was one thing that, Ryan Hoxtra, Rex's roommate, said to me, um, he was like, he was like talking to me one night um, at my apartment and he just like brought up talking about like comparison of like roles in the body of Christ and like different parts we play. And like he didn't even know I was struggling with this. Like, yeah. I think the like Lord just put it on his, on his mind to like say this, but he was like, um, he was like, it's so funny that we struggle with thinking that our different roles um, in the body of Christ matter as if like the higher up in a role you are, the more glory you bring to the Lord Mm -hmm. or the more verses, you know, the more glory you can bring to the Lord or like the more people see you, the more glory you bring to the Lord as if the Mm -hmm. Lord is confined by a role or a story or an upbringing. Like the Lord is so much higher than all of that. And so much greater, like we put him and his ability to move and work in a box sometimes and, like, I think I have been, I have put him in a box sometimes of, like, what he can do in my life based on, like, the role I can play mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what I can step into or, like, even, like, what I, like, you said, like, oh, my goodness, like, I'm not equipped to do this. Or, like, even, like, what I feel equipped to do mm-hmm. is if, like, he is confined by my weaknesses <laughs> or, like, my position as if, like, it's a mistake that I am where I am or that, like, I can't do these things or, like, I'm not gifted here. Um, and, like, oh, Lord, like, if, like, if you had, like, let me do that, then, like, oh my gosh, like, the things I would do for you, like, that'd be so crazy, and so, like, really, like, waking me up that, like, he's placed me where he's placed me, equipped me where he's equipped me to bring the most glory to him, and it's not going to be what I would have chosen or where I'm, like, most comfortable, but, like, ultimately, we're, like, he is going to be most glorified if I am, like, delighting in him and, like, walking in him, and so, it's crazy that you say that because, like, I've been, like, walking through, like, the exact same thing, too. And 
it's encouraging to hear you talk about how you've been combating that and um walking through that as well because i think so many of us do yeah yeah struggle with that um and like almost like sometimes taboo to talk about Mm -hmm. um or like not want to talk about it because like it makes you like struggle even more with comparison that people know that you're struggling with comparison or something you know (laughs) so yeah it's a good thing to talk about and i think you bring up a good point i remember from one of um, the church messages from i think even last year um the pastor was saying like your worldly success does not equal like god's view of you as like usefulness and like yeah Mm -hmm. that is seen like throughout the bible of like him taking people who you wouldn't necessarily consider like successful or like the most powerful people and like having him like show his love and like grace through them and it just like shows that god can use people like kids or literally someone on the side of the road to like show and like teach you so many different things and so that we like place such a big emphasis on like having successful jobs or like roles or positions um it's just it's like for our own like personal not pride but like i don't know what i'm saying but yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. i think it's so funny to like think back to like the old testament Mm -hmm. like some old testament stories of like like moses or like gideon or like some of these these characters who like Mm -hmm. their initial reaction to being appointed by god or Mm -hmm. like being called by god is like year they're like mm-hmm. i can't like i'm not like gideon yeah ask god for like three signs yeah. or something like you that. sure god <laughs> like, hey give me a sign <laughs> He's like, like, okay, are you for sure one another more time, one, one more time. <laughs> and like moses initially was like terrified mm-hmm. stepping in that role um and it wasn't like god didn't choose um if i'm thinking correctly like the first time maybe maybe not i don't know I, I think Aaron spoke on behalf of Moses in the beginning. I'm pretty um, sure he asked, like, Moses asked for a voice to speak yeah. on behalf of him. Yeah, and so, like, God could have disappointed Mo- Aaron. Yeah. Who, like, mm-hmm. is maybe, like, a better speaker or whatever, you know? But he didn't, you know? Yeah. He chose Moses. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. There, I'm, cer- I'm certain there's, like, people that were more confident or more mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but God didn't choose them. And I think the thing that it always, like, kind of comes back to to me, um, like, kind of feel like I circle back to a lot it's just like the idea of providence being for our good and for his glory Mm -hmm. um and like whatever that looks like whether that's me I don't know whether that's me um being just a really close friend to somebody and like leading in that way and serving in that way or whether that's me like having a leadership position or Mm -hmm. like serving in a formal role Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because like we are called to live missional lives we're called to live, um, like, where we are. And I think, ultimately, it, it can kind of come down to, like, this, like, idea of covetousness, um, where, like, I'm wanting more, but it's not what God has for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why why would I want more of, more than what God has given me and, like, asked me to, to serve him through? Um, and it's such a retraining of the way we think, and it's something that is so hard to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, getting to that place is daily dying of self. Mm. Like, getting to that place where, like, I don't want more than what God has given me goes against, like, your all your fleshly desires, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like the, like, retrain, like you said, like, the retraining of your brain to get there is painful and, like, doesn't feel right at all. Um, And, like, the Lord talks about that in his word over and over again, like, almost like he knew we'd struggle with this, you know? Yeah. Like, 
yeah, it's, like, not a simple process. Or not even, like, a camp high or a spiritual high where, like, you, like, sing a song about surrender and, like, you lay it all on the throne, you walk away, and you're done. And, like, you're just following Jesus. Like, no, you wake up the next day and it's hard again, you know? It's, like, hard to have that mindset, like, oh, no, like, I'd be just as fine with, like, those quiet roles as well as the loud ones, too, you know? So, I mean, that's something, like, I think all of us struggle with our own way and, like, we're always going to struggle with. And, like, that's why it's important to, like, have fellowship like this to, like, walk alongside of each other, encourage each other, remind each other of truth. Like, I need, like, my brother and my sister in Christ, like, look at me and say, like, no, like, speak the things above, like, for his glory, like, for his kingdom, not, like, not, like, your own glory. Like, mm-hmm. I need someone to remind me of that all the time. So that's why, like, things like this are good. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it's, it's funny, too, because, like, I don't know. The, I don't know. I I, I want to be called out when I'm like, yeah. It, I feel like it's 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 hard because this is like a nice setting and stuff like that. But like, if I was genuinely like showing a lack of contentment and like, like I want to do more, or I'm not doing as much as I should be. Like, like wanting to welcome that sort of correction in the way that like, hey, like God has you here, and like be thankful and like be blessed and like like recognize your blessings and things like that is yeah I don't know actually that's funny you said that last night um I was talking to one of my best friends over FaceTime um and like I was just like talking over like my nerves about coming today and all that and she's like I just want to say something it's gonna be really random and she said um like I've just been thinking about this a lot and if I'm ever like if you ever see me like you know like committing a sin or like doing anything that goes against like the will of God to just like call me out on it and she's like I'm giving you permission right now on this FaceTime and I was like that is so random (laughs) but okay yeah and I feel like that's something that like we as like followers should be like asking our friends and just like making sure that we're like keeping each other accountable is huge and so the fact that she said that randomly last night out of nowhere I think it just shows that you know we should be like asking our friends of that no matter like not just at church or not just like at FCA but like on those random FaceTime calls or like at those random like dinner dates or whatever it may look like just be like hey keep me accountable if you're seeing something just let me know yeah Yeah. that's really cool Mm -hmm. that's a that's a sweet privilege too like to to, you know like for her to trust you that way Mm -hmm. and to be able to you know speak some speak some truth to yeah her life and stuff so I think that's what community looks like too mm-hmm. like it doesn't just look like walking in FC on a Thursday night and the energy is high and it's awesome like the worship is so great and the speaker is like from this like really cool church like yeah. <laughs> um like it looks like that too like hey I see this in you and like this is hard for me to tell you but I I love you as my brother sister in Christ as my spiritual family and so like um this might be difficult for you to see but like for like the glory of God like I want to tell you this you know and like for your good yeah. as well so the, like, highs and the lows of community, like, all, t- like, culminating together to, like, point glory back to Christ is, like, such a sweet thing that, like, we get to be a part of, um, and, like, I don't know, like, I think it's, like, no acts and the Lord talks about spiritual family and community and his word so much, yeah. you know, like, that's such a pattern in acts and, like, the birth of, like, the church, like, he was, like, y'all, you need each other, like, you need to be a body because, like, um, you're not going to be able to, like, see blind spots in your own life. Like, you need other believers who are, like, in the word, walking with the Spirit to, like, point these things out in you. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess so like the, the last like big question that we have for you is um, what is one way that you felt particularly loved um, by the father recently? So from being very frank this morning, being with y'all. Really? Yes. I like walked in not really knowing what to expect, um, like what the production was going to look like. And y'all are like literally so welcoming. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm not surprised you guys like what I know about you guys, you guys as well. Um, <laughs> the production team, um, like everyone I've heard great things, but like I just met Emily and she has a heart of gold, y'all. She is so sweet. <laughs> and just seeing that, like, we're not called to be, like, intimidating to people that we don't know. And I think I'm just, like, seeing his love through y'all and the fact that, like, you've met me just today and you're just being so sweet and so kind and reassuring. Um, and even, like, before the cameras were rolling or before we had all of these fancy mics, like, Emily got a Starbucks. And, like, it was just so sweet to see, like, how y'all are welcoming to people who you have never even met before. Um, and so I just, I think that's a sign of like God's love just in how you guys are carrying yourself. And then I'm sure how you guys are treating other people that you have on this podcast. So I think, I think very much like the flip side of that coin too, is like the, <clears throat> for the spirit of being like gentleness in you and like yeah. you being able and like oh. vulnerable <laughs> enough to like come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's one of the coolest things about, doing this is like there's been several episodes where we just don't know the person Mm -hmm. and like the only reason like like it might be the only reason we ever hang out or ever talk Mm -hmm. is like that we want to come and talk about our lord yeah um and so thank him praise be to god for that and um i guess like yeah that he he works so clearly through this um and so i think towards the end of this last semester um personally I was becoming a little bit discouraged about like where the podcast was going to go. Found myself kind of agonizing over the number of listens, um, number number of streams, and like how if if we could have like a a graph, it goes up, and then it (laughs) was pretty pretty steadily declining towards the end of last semester. Um, I think that was kind of tough. But one thing that I do know regardless of how many people are listening is that like when we're here like whoever's here talking um this is like some of the most impactful conversation that i'm having Mm -hmm. my entire my entire year you Mm -hmm. know like this this space where i am intentionally coming Mm -hmm. for 45 minutes to an hour um a few times a semester to sit down and just like make much of my god um with people that I love and care about, you know, because of that commonality is one of the coolest things ever. And so like that, that welcoming atmosphere is not me. It's the Lord in me um, and and Emily and in you and whoever else is on here. Like that is just such a testament to who he is um, and certainly not us on our own. Um, So praise God for that. And, like, at the very least, like, the conversa- like the conversations we've had, like, in my living room last semester with my roommates walking in and out, like, every 10 <laughs> minutes, like, like, glory was brought to God, like, in our conversation if we had never put that conversation anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, the three of us knew the Lord better walking out of that. And now, like, there's, like, five, there's six of us in this room. <laughs> and, like, and 
glory is like brought to God from like the conversation that we're having. Like even if like we never post it anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. And I think we've seen like time and time again like the Lord work in our lives through the podcast personally as well as like the person like we've had on to talk to. Like I would have like never gone to like hear these things about you or like us have this conversation like if we hadn't have had this. And so it's like it's really clear that the Lord is working. And so yeah, like I agree with Rex. Like like I felt left by the Father by like getting to speak with you today. And so yeah. It's it's been like a really cool journey and it's like it's so sweet and so fun and such a blessing as well to like get to speak with people and hear their hearts that wouldn't have gotten to hear otherwise. So yeah. I agree. I agree with you. I do. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Appreciate you saying that. And like yeah. the um yeah, just kinda coming back to like the humor thing. Like that is just such a I think God's humor is such a testament to his faithfulness Mm -hmm. Um, and that like oftentimes his humor is him like making things work in ways that like we didn't see possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And so thinking about where we were going to go with this podcast and where like, like my heart was about it and like feeling discouraged and feeling, um, yeah, feeling discouraged, I think is a good word. Um, God's really changing my attitude about it mm-hmm. and just like really reminding me that like this is a good thing. Um, yeah. And I, it was never like, there was never like a doubt in my mind that it wasn't a good thing, but um, you know, like maybe the amount of time or like the amount of resources it took to like get it out there, like we could be doing something different or something. So when you were yeah. supposed to be here. Yeah. And that's such, yeah. and like he's, he's using you mm-hmm. um, for that. And like, seeing you as like a testament to his faithfulness. I think that's been something that's so cool to me recently is seeing people as like the means through which God shows his faithfulness, like all throughout the Bible. Um, like we, like I, I look, I think back like through the old Testament, I can't think of many times where God just like snapped his fingers and made something happen. Like it was God appointed somebody through great faith, Mm -hmm. like a Hebrews 11 type thing where like, by faith, these things happened. Like, these people came before Christ to, like, make it happen. Um, you got, like, Abraham and Moses and all these people yeah. who um, we couldn't have done it without God, like, lifting them up and giving them that faith um, to, like, make it happen. And seeing that still today, um, like, even with Jesus, um, like, God shows his faithfulness, like, through people. Um and that has just been such a, it's been on my heart so much recently. Um, but like you being here, like mm-hmm. you saying those things and like you seeing you at jitters mm-hmm. and like, I mean, we, we seriously set this place up at seven thirty this morning. <laughs> um, and it was very last minute and I think it looks cool. It looks pretty rocking. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't know. It all came together. These cameras are on like swivel stools <laughs> and <laughs> there was like a dead cockroach in the stairwell. And, there was like, like one light in this room. There was a Band-Aid. <laughs> there was a used Band-Aid on the floor. But like it's just coming together and like that's not that's not us but it's God like mm-hmm. seeking to like bring glory to his name um, and like making it happen. And so yeah. I'm very kind of feeling a little emotional right now um but just very like thankful for how it's turning out and very thankful for you for being here yeah and yeah and for for you guys you guys are 
Those are studs. Rock stars sounding. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. I know. Thank you so much for being here, Lauren. Yeah, thank you for great. having me. Yeah. I cool. Know. This is really sweet. All right. Well, we will. I said so last last semester. I <laughs> would every time we finished a podcast, I would say, "And we'll see you guys next time." And they never saw us because it was a it was on Spotify <laughs> in audio format. But now I can confidently say that you guys will see us <laughs> next time. So thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>